When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yo, Eagles Nation, stand up. Barkley put it <laughs> looking like another grease pole night in Philly. 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 Thanks. Yo! Congestion pod, a whole lot going on. New setup over on the YouTube page and everything for episode 120. A Degrees Paul podcast coming at you on a Tuesday, special Tuesday edition, because motherfuckers were getting down with the sickness yesterday. Wow. Yeah. Fuck that band, Mo. How are you going to hate on Disturbed? Hot t- Let me finish the intro before I talk about Disturbed. This is a podcast you can listen to on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, kids. Every episode is simulcast over on our YouTube page, at Grease Paul Podcast. Uh, subscribe, rate, review, follow, all that good stuff. And uh, check out our new setup. This is cool because it's like Relax Pod now. It, it's it's very very not that we weren't relaxed before, but like you can see what Justin I don't have to worry now. about posture now. Yeah, I can just flop back and be a fucking sloth, and I, I can show proudly display my Art the Clown shirt on YouTube. <laughs> I like to talk with my hands a lot. Yes. And all the pods we do are just like my face. Yeah, our so now I can go. Yeah, exactly. this is a more <laughs> intimate forum. I think. Let us know what you think in the comments, people. That's what the comment section's used for is interaction. Uh-huh. Talk to us, won't you? Um, disturbed though, cheeks band. No. V okay. gets bummed out whenever I say that. She had the kid make wake me up one time to down by the sickness. He slapped the shit out of the phone. He went. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, get this flying. fucking guy out of here. And then he came by and grabbed it and almost like threw it across the room. He was like, no, 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 that's his phone. He's like, ugh. Yeah, there's video proof of this <laughs> on her phone. We can show you off air. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, I just, I don't get it. I don't understand. It's a guy that that makes sounds. And awesome. I mean, yeah, but this they dude. makes sounds. <laughs> yeah, it, let me hawk loogies. That's <laughs> not... Are y'all gonna quote the only song, like one song with them? That's like Disney. That that's like, doing all that's like naming, like, jer- like describing Journey by the one song that everybody sings. Yeah, 
Exactly. <laughs> That's because of white girls in bars, though. Yeah. The karaoke time. But I'm they, they never go up there and sing Wheel in the Sky. I don't know that song. Wheel in the Sky is a banger. No. I So, <laughs> okay. So with Disturbed, I remember hating them in the time. Um, But now that I think about it, I can only think of the two songs they did. The Land of Confusion cover, which I actually like yeah, a lot. I don't hate that. And then... Of course, down with the sickness. I remember. How did you not hear oh, the Sound oh. of Silence fucking cover? I love that mm-hmm. cover. <laughs> I probably did. I just, it's just somehow you erased. Didn't notice. Yeah, erased from my brain. And then you brought up Journey, but that one song that everybody knows by them before I went and did deprogrammed on them. Yes, is the reason I was out on Journey is because yeah. fuck that song. <laughs> yeah, I feel like so Katie's, didn't make your top ten. Katie's and Megan's ruined that song. Yeah, and Stephanie's. Yeah, because well, it, it it was it's like this whole, it's it's really a college thing because you know I used to go up to state college all the time for Penn State. We shit. are Penn State, and everybody there it's, that's you know oh journey it's yeah. like okay cool yeah I've been <laughs> and I feel like it's been that my whole life like yeah it, like when I was in high school it was college kids that were into that and it's like. At some point, college kids have got to stop listening to that journey song. It's like this weird unspoken bond that, like, Caucasian families just—it's like We're it's like the family this upon our children. Yeah, it's like the family Christmas tree. It's like you know when when the generation prior dies, they just hand you Steve Perry. Yeah, Steve yeah. Perry, and they give you Steve Perry with some beer and go here. You go have fun. <laughs> And here's a back porch. And that's what we do is just inherit Steve Perry. I did not inherit Steve Perry. Yes, Brown Eyed Girl by Van Morrison is Uh another chalky. Mm -hmm. Sweet Caroline as well. Sweet Caroline. Suck my balls. See, and that's what you do that shit in a room of white people and everybody does some variant of bum, bum, bum. Yeah. We're all white people here on Mm -hmm. the pod. If you're not watching on YouTube. (laughs) Um. Very We're ca- all of the Caucasian yeah, persuasion. Very Caucasian heavy, especially today. Um, Christ, I sound congested as fuck. Um, we got contaged uh, over Thanksgiving. Uh, we had like 12 people and somebody infested us. I don't know <laughs> so who it was. fuck you, the person yeah, that infested us. But fuck that person. I want them to go swim with the fishes. <laughs> um, no, you should have heard it. He was making analogies with toasters and bathtubs. Yeah, He was with worse before we came on. I'm sick of this shit because my nostril feels like it's actively leaking, yet nothing's coming out. Uh. We made sure to get all the piss and vinegar out before we came on, but funny enough, it didn't happen. No, there's, there's a still little bit left. left. It was weird, dude, because it was like, okay, here's this four-day break. Spend two days of it sick. Yeah, and that is some bullshit. Oh, dude, I was pissed because I, the only good thing, well, no, I shouldn't say the only good thing, but part of the plus side of the the sickness part, shout out Disturbed, Cheeks Band, <laughs> was I got to lay in bed Saturday and watch Terrifier 2. <laughs> That was a raving good time. Mm-hmm. And opened his entire box of cards without me. Let's yes, just point that out. I did do that. I got prisoner of the momented because V and I have been tearing through uh, Upper Deck Season 1 hockeys together. Oh. And it's my chance to learn about hockey. Yeah. Yes. And he did it without me like an asshole. He's like, let's do this oh. fun activity together. And then the last one, he's like, I'm going to open it all by myself. And then he <laughs> didn't tell me. I had to find it out. I was Ooh. like, yes. wait, why is the box <laughs> open? And he was like. She was like, when did this morning, that was, she was like, when did you bust open to that third box? I was like, oh, when I was watching Terrifier 2. <laughs> Sorry about that. 
I was like, it's not like we won't get more. I was like, that's not the point. The point is that you did it without me. No, and, like, I know. You had just started me on this habit, like. <laughs> no, I know, and I, it's it's the cutest thing in the world because whenever we'll go to our guy's shop, uh, what what she'll do is like if I'm taking a while, she'll be like, I'm just gonna start ripping packs, <laughs> you know. <laughs> And so, like, she'll just start tearing through shit. And it's cool because it's like, this is just more for us to go through. This is more more odds to get good shit. Mm-hmm. So it's not a bad thing, you know, especially because it always ends up being either hockey or football. Yeah. I'm like, James, which one do you want me to grab? Which one? <laughs> yeah, he'll, she'll let him pick and shit. So, yeah, no, it's fun. But I, I was prisoner of the moment while I was watching art on Saturday. But And that was fun. Um, I keep I continue my quest to try to find people to talk about Terrifier two with other oh, than Matt, <laughs> which is why I love that dude because we went and saw it together and nobody else has seen this movie, and it's fucking depressing. He talked about it like six times at Thanksgiving. I tried to get everybody. <laughs> I tried to get everybody at Thanksgiving to watch Terrifier two. Perfect Thanksgiving fodder. Yes, because it was like well everybody wanted to talk about the fucking tattoo, and so I was just like well have you seen it? And it was no. I'm like well do you wanna? Do you want to watch it? that now? Yeah, we could let's watch let's party. Pop it on. Terrifier oh two watch party. Anybody? And everyone was just like, "No, weirdo." Come to find out, oh fun you fact! Know? I don't know if we covered this on a previous pod. I told you about how my mom manifested my fears in the rooms, right? <laughs> yeah. So we talked about this. Come to find out, she fucking hates clowns. Yet she modeled her entire bathroom after a fucking fear of mine of clowns. Wow. And then she made me feel like shit for it. And then she's going on about, well, when I went to buy this funhouse mirror, they were like, do you work at a pediatrician's office or like somewhere where kids are involved? And she's like, no, I just want this in my house. <laughs> and they were like, but why? Yeah. And she was just like, I don't know, just because I want it. <laughs> wow. But that yeah. was like the stipulation for me getting Art the Clown was she was like, I just want to be able to pick where on your body it goes. I was like, done. That's easy. <laughs> I so. was like, I want it somewhere. I'm not going to hardly ever see it. And I was like, back of his calf. Yeah. Perfect. So now I have a death clown on the back of my calf. <laughs> I love him, though. He reacts to UV light. He does. His blood is, uh, if I ever end up under a black light, you can see uh, Art's blood. It's uh, it, it like it it makes it like three D looking. It's yeah, cool as fuck. it glows like the Vegas uh, reverse retro sliders. I, I thought I saw some sort of image. Like I couldn't make out what the image was on Instagram. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was oh, Art the Clown. I'm all about Art the Clown, though. <laughs> Clearly. Everything I do is... <laughs> he literally tattooed it on his body. Yeah, everything I do is... Uh, just My mom was like, Art the he Clown has a shirts. tattoo of, of, of a clown. I was like, oh, it gets better. He has a tattoo of I Heart McGribs on his foot. <laughs> yeah. And she yeah. was like, what the fuck? I was like, to ingratiate me to this, he was like, hey, guess what? I eat my boogers. And I was like, what This the was fuck? at the beginning of everything. And I was yeah. like, what the fuck? He was like, I don't really eat my boogers. But I do have a tattoo of a McGrib on my foot. And I was like... What the fuck? <laughs> I tried to present it as an opportunity to be like, which one's worse? Yeah. If I have this ridiculous tattoo or if I were to eat my boogers at 33 years old at the time. <laughs> and clearly the McRib was the preferred option. So I was like, okay, we're good here. We're good. Yeah. It's not boogers. Awesome. Right. Might taste like it, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh God damn God. it. I can't laugh too hard because it's not. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but yeah. So Thanksgiving. Um, yours was good, friend? Yeah, I mean, look. You traveled for yours. We, we were we local. Went, yeah, we were Everyone traveling. came to us. The drive, you can't complain about the drive. It's it was like it's a it's a simple drive. Like considering it's all the way to Georgia, ninety five most Georgia. most of the time. Oh, I convinced him never to take ninety five. When we were going up to Philly, I was like, we're not taking ninety five. We're going the Eastern Shore way because I know how to get around cops. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't. I hate ninety five. Ninety five. Yeah, ninety five. 
it's it depends on when you go. Yeah. But like, it is a, like that's what I told her. I was like, we're going on a on a Wednesday, like or yeah, we went on a Wednesday morning. I was like, this is right before a holiday. That's Th- the thing. This could be bad. Yeah. Thankfully, it wasn't. We left early enough in the morning. Traffic down was, other than some slowdowns for road work in North Carolina, it was. It was what a time did you guys hit the road? I love early morning travels. Isn't uh, it the best, dude? Yes, it is the best. I think. What did we leave at four, hun? I think we left at like. I was hoping for three, just before five. Okay. I, I I was angling for three or four. Yes, because that's the best. That's the golden hour, dude. But that's the Matchbox Twenty hour. So we were thinking, you know, the thing is, she could have gotten up because she works nights, right? But getting the kids out of bed, especially yeah. they knew we were traveling, like they wouldn't go to bed the night before. So I was like, all right, right well, we'll get up at four and we'll get out the door. Like five is like that last little bit, like any later than six, and you've lost it. Yeah, you're screwed. At that mm-hmm. point, you might as well leave it during rush hour because yeah. what are we even doing here? Yeah. Especially in Hampton Roads area. But it is Yes, because we have 95 tunnels in this area. I love going out the door when there's still the chill of the morning. and The dew? And you just kind of feel like... You guys sound so old. Oh, I it's love just, you guys. It's, well, <laughs> especially for it's travel. So like, But I've always felt this way. Like, yeah. Like, traveling overnight is the best. <clears throat> like, if you travel during the day... You, uh, I want it to be at least late enough to where I'm going to be traveling yeah. when it's that late, uh-huh. so that if you have a rest stop or something, you get out of the car and you're like, because it's it's also a great indicator of you're somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Yes. So if you if you leave the house here at like I don't know three in the afternoon, whatever. Yeah, horrible, terrible. But like it's here, it's mm-hmm. weather here at three in the afternoon. You get to New York at three in the morning, and you get out and it's like. Oh yeah, I'm in New York. Feels brisk. This yeah. is great. Yeah. So like I don't know. It's simple things like that. And I guess, sure, maybe it's an old guy thing. But I have felt that way and I've traveled like that like forever. I've always felt that way. Yeah. Dude. I mean it's not an old guy thing. I think it's just an older thing. Cause I didn't notice that until <coughs> I got older too. Like how weather affects how I feel when I drive. Mm-hmm. But I was gonna say too, ADHD moment, you pointed it out earlier. I did not notice how much you talked with your hands until you oh, yeah. pointed it out. And as you were talking, I was like, focus on the story, focus on the story, focus on the story. We can do that now. Yeah. Again, if you're with us on YouTube, new camera angles. You can see our full bodies, kids. Yeah. For those of you perverted fuckers out there. <laughs> okay. If you're into that shit. That means, again, Terrifier 2 plug, you can see my full Art the Clown shirt. Tattoos covered up, though. I kind of felt like you know left out because you both are wearing red hats and i'm not well well i i'm in a superstitious moment with this i don't know if you guys have noticed i've been wearing this a lot yeah your squad's hot dude well, it's I the same thing not. he did with eagles he was like i'm not going to sleep during this game because the one game i slept through they lost so i'm not <laughs> going to bed I, I fucking like, yeah so i forced myself to stay up during the green bay game the other night knowing i hate night games they're the worst and i just saw they're about to flex us and the giants week 14 to prime time fuck me running sucks but Makes sense. Yeah, for sure, because people That's are tired TV. of seeing the Broncos on prime time because yeah. cheeks. <laughs> but no, dude, it's I'm happy for you guys because you guys have playoff hockey teams so far. I know it's late November, almost December. But it's I'm I hope si- they don't blame Torts for the the way this Well the that's what gets me because it's right now as we're sitting here, it's we're not only the worst hockey team on this pod because the devs and the Kraken are fucking playoff teams right now. And again, it's early, but we're sure as shit not, dude. And it's the, the annual 10-game Flyers losing streak is officially underway. Hmm. And it's it's 
game nine of the losing streak was the fucking Pens Friday night, and you get fucking embarrassed by them, and it's just like you can't do that, dude. And then fr- Saturday night to the Islanders five to two, and it's this team that used to be so proud and have such a fucking lineage and just it was fucking the entire theme of the organization was pride being proud of being a flyer and there's none of that shit now since ed snyder died because why they're owned by a fucking corporation and comcast doesn't give a shit because the flyers are going to make money Mm -hmm. and as long as you have people like us a couple weeks ago they're going to shell out hundreds of dollars to go to games that's all they give a shit about yeah that's all they care about is a fucking bottom line. There's not a person with a a heart and a soul that's running the team anymore that brought the team and hockey to the city of Philly. It's just not. And I believe Ed Snyder started Comcast as well. I could be wrong there. But, you know, and now that corporate entity owns the fucking team and you trade the captain away, which I get. But yeah. there's no heart and soul to the team anymore. And you have this coach that's a fucking hard ass that tries to instill discipline into a group of guys in a roster that, dude, when we went to the game, they're selling Owen Tippett shirts in the merch stand. Owen Tippett's a fine player. He's a piece we got from Florida in the Jeroop trade. Mm-hmm. He should not have fucking shirts in the merch stand, dude. <laughs> and it's just like, okay, so my choices are I can buy, if I want to go Scherzi, I either go Owen Tippett Tony D'Angelo or James Van Riemsdyk. Oh, or there's Sean Couturier, who's fucking hurt all the time. This <laughs> is fucking great. The vinegar's coming in. Okay. Yes, like, let me just grab an ice pick and jam it my fucking retina really quick. Because that's what it is being a Flyers fan, dude. They don't... This team loses ten in a row every goddamn year, and it's... Torts is gonna end up being the scapegoat. Yeah. We're gonna run him off as if it's his fault. And Chuck Fletcher... Is probably going to survive a fucking nuclear holocaust. I hate that guy. It just—it does seem though, like because clearly the team started hot. Yeah. So it's not coaching. He it's coached not, them up. Exactly. They just dude. didn't have the talent to keep it up. Well, the, right. It's the message. Okay, the training camp and the fucking the boot camp esque fucking training camp. He put them through. It worked, but then over time it evens itself out because. Now it's not so much coaching. Coaching always has an effect, but eventually the talent in the roster becomes the talent in the roster, mm-hmm. and that hot start evens out. Yeah, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's it's anybody that thought we were going to be a playoff team. It's please send me some of the drugs that you're having, <laughs> and that's why I'm fucking thrilled for the Devils because you're finding out in the Kraken too. You guys have good fucking teams, and I'm fucking thrilled for you guys. We do not, and it's going to be three to five years before we're any good because at this point, we're playing for fucking lottery ping pong balls, and we're probably going to lose the fucking lottery too because we're the Flyers, so we're not going to get Connor Bedard or any of these dudes. We're going to draft like fucking fifth, and we're going to get stuck with another Cutter Gauthier, who I like, but he's just going to end up having his career pissed away in Philly because then we'll hire the next coach that we're going to fucking blame the next GM's bullshit on. And it's a vicious cycle of fucking depression. It sucks. It fucking sucks. Because five years ago, this was the team I had the most faith in. And now they are the drizzling shits. They're the drizzling shits. And there's just no there's no emotion, dude. There's none. Would you rather be... That was a good point to interject. Yeah. Would you rather... I finally took a breath. <laughs> Would you rather be 
where you're at because obviously you're you're really pissed with the team or would you be rather be where joe coach uh, hot joe is at who like his his team not playing that great um but it's mostly because aging and injured stars like they've got the talent they they're do. just all injured and getting old but see, and see we've been there quasi recently too but see the caps won the cup a few years ago mm-hmm. if you've given me a cup recently i'll shut the fuck up yeah because at least that point in theory you're exhausting all of your re- it's like the phillies you put together this roster to try and chase that championship mm-hmm. i'm not mad if you're trying to chase the championship if you completely fucking fail at your job and it's just incompetence that's a different story. It's like Chuck Fletcher said when, and they're already starting the fire Fletcher chants at Wells Fargo. They're already fucking starting. What's the fire Fletcher? Thing? Fire Chuck Fletcher, the Flyers GM. They're already starting, like calling for this dude's fucking head. Oh my! And it's it wasn't gonna. I'm surprised it took this fucking long. Yeah. <laughs> but he's the dude that came out and said when Goudreau, who wanted Jersey kid, and I've probably fucking told this shit before on the pod. You know, photographed in an AJ Brown Eagles jersey in the airport and everything. Grew up. He's been tied to the Flyers for three years, dude. He finally becomes a free agent, and he goes to fucking Columbus. Columbus. And Yikes. Chuck Fletcher was basically, I mean, I'm paraphrasing the paraphrase here, but was more or less like it would have been a lot of work to move the numbers around and move some stuff around. So, so do it. I, right. He did, <laughs> but he Johnny wasn't Hockey. willing. Right. He wasn't willing to do it to accommodate him, but he was willing to do it to accommodate Tony D'Angelo and Nick Delorier and all these other dudes but you're not willing to do it for a 40-goal score, which we fucking need, dude. Mm-hmm. We need a guy that can score. Like it, All the defenseman acquisitions you're making aren't working. There's so much money invested in the blue line of the Flyers, and they fucking suck. <laughs> Carter Hart's gone backwards. He was the hottest goalie in hockey for three weeks. Now he's a mental clusterfuck again. Again. Because Ivan last year and all these other dudes are overpaid at Rasmus Ristoline and that fucking son of a bitch i mean it's just what the fuck man how philly would it be though for them to somehow with this ragtag bunch of scrubs eke into the playoffs that seems very philly and then lose the first game in the playoffs possibly (laughs) and just get housed in the first round by fucking the devs or whoever i I mean it Man, what's weird is the Flyers have had... The Flyers have gone from worst to first several times. Mm-hmm. Um, when we went to the Cup in 2010, a couple years prior to that, we were a fucking dumpster fire, dude. But the difference was then that Ed Snyder was still the owner. Ed Snyder was still with us. He wasn't dead. Until they... That's why you have fans standing outside oh, Wells Fargo. You said with us. Like, I, I, I'm glad you He was still alive and well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now he's dead. R.I.P. But that's why you have dudes standing outside the Farg with signs that say fucking sell the team. Yeah. Because until as long as Comcast owns it, dude, I don't like the Sixers are owned by an actual dude. His name's Josh something. I can't remember. The Sixers are owned by a human being. Mm-hmm. The Flyers aren't, you know, so it's. You, you know, don't know who's responsible for the decision. Right. You go to any job site across America where it's like the owner's just on a fucking golf course somewhere out fishing. They don't give a fuck. They don't care what's going on there. They don't care what kind of racism, sexual harassment, what kind of whatever the fuck, what kind of mor- what morale is. They don't give a fuck. You know, because they've put the people in charge, allegedly, that they trust to take care of their investment of their company. The problem is... The motherfucker that's in charge of constructing this roster 
and putting everything together for the Flyers and putting this team on the ice and managing the cap is a fucking dipshit <laughs> in Chuck Fletcher. And he's a moron. He looks like a fucking, just an asshole. And he is a fucking asshole because he's ruined this fucking team. And I hate his fucking guts. <laughs> what? for a while about the flyers anyway I could so the eagles going. are doing good <laughs> yeah the, the birds are, are doing, doing great well. doing real good i mean you guys look like you were trying to give it away yesterday but oh that's my. been a theme lately oh my that's been a theme every time lately. he walked out of the room no shitting you like that was the one time jalen hurts threw that fucking interception mm-hmm. i was like you have to stay in the room i don't know what's happening <laughs> what juju you have but stay in the room and i was like okay and then I found out that my ro- my stay in the room had no part part with how they were doing. So yeah. I was like, all right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I could be mobile now. Yeah. yeah, it's it's I mean, we started fast, we let them back in it. Um, you know, starting I've noticed that the Eagles they do a sprint and then they like it takes them a while to recover. And sometimes they don't recover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Commanders. Yeah, it it I'll say this. <coughs> First of all, since we, you know, this afternoon, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, who leads the league in interceptions, is out indefinitely now with a rib injury. Mm. So there's yet another injury we can add to Dallas Goddard and all the other shit. I know. I'm so sad Goddard. So, but our guy Reed Blankenship stepped in and intercepted Aaron Rodgers, made a fucking great jump on a route against whatever the hell their backup tight end is for the Packers. And he looked good, and we were glad he made the roster. But Jalen Hurts looked awesome yesterday and or he sunday kept rushing like he kept running running lots of most yeah most run most rushing yards by a quarterback in franchise history and this is a team that had randall cunningham and michael vick mm-hmm. and it's if you're an eagles fan you've had like there's we've had a lot of history with running quarterbacks with those two especially and i don't know man the year hurts is having is and i think you you have a tendency to look fondly on those dudes if you're an Eagles fan. The Vic years, I will always argue, were kind of cheeks. But he had the one year in 2010 where he, you know, threw, I think, 20 touchdowns and, t- you know, six interceptions, whatever it was. And he was like an MVP candidate. Randall Cunningham had several good years. But this is a better year. Hurts is having a better year than either of those dudes ever had. Like, at his best, I think he's proven. And this is because I thought coming into this year that he was a glorified backup. I was like, mm-hmm. I... I I think he's a high-end backup. You know, Tampa in the playoffs exposed him. Like we've said, they showed how to beat him. You just load the box on him. He's not good enough to beat you through the air. Whatever that dude did between then and now, and it's I don't want to hear it's just A.J. Brown because it's not just that. There's other dudes out there he's getting the ball to. Actually, A.J. Brown, I'm surprised this year. They really haven't, like, they hyped up this utilization of A.J. Brown and, like, He's been quiet the last two weeks. Yeah, like, he, he had, like, one, like, I think one big pass the last game, but, like... Yeah, he's fumbled the last two weeks. Yeah, mm. it's not like it's, like, just... Jalen Hurts is running it himself literally to, like, the five-yard line. Like, he had, yeah, like, rushes of, like, 42, 28, and 24 yards in the first quarter. He had he was over 100 rushing yards in the first quarter alone. Damn. Sunday night. Like, it's crazy, dude. And, you know, the offensive line paved the way for 363 rushing yards. Like... That's the games you love as an offensive lineman. And for me, like Hurts, if he's not the MVP, dude, he's at least the offensive player of the year. And this is probably the best year any quarterback's had in Eagles history, dude. And that includes Carson in 2017. That includes any of the McNabb years. Like, this shit's special. And, you know, this dude, 
to be able to not just do it on the ground, but be able to go from what he did against Tampa in the wild card to being able to make all the throws now to whomever, to be able to throw dudes open. Like, you can't just load the box on this dude now because he will make you pay for it. He's not fucking Peyton Manning through the air, Mm -hmm. you know, or Drew Brees, but I would argue Drew Brees is a lot of dink and dunk bullshit. But Jalen Hurts can actually fucking do shit through the air now. You can't load the box on him and, you know, he's most effective on the ground, but that's also unlike Vic where that was his first instinct was to take off and run. Vic would break the huddle and he would lock in on one dude. And if his first read wasn't open, he would take off and go. Hertz will go through progressions. Occasionally, you'll see him lock in on a dude, but it's not a habit of his. You he know like what I mean? reads the whole room over and over and over again. Yeah, and then if I mean, there's designed runs too where you can tell he breaks. You know, and he'll break off and run. And sometimes he makes the wrong read on RPO. But he's Whatever. still young. Right, and it's it's like those. I mean, the RPOs are kind of weird because you got to read the linebacker and you got to do it literally in a split second. Sometimes you're going to make the wrong read. Shit fucking happens. But it's the one thing I'll say about him is he's got to get smart though because the fighting for extra yards. Like he got teed off on one time last night, and his mouthpiece went flying in the air and shit. Like, dude, if you go down, we're not the same team when fucking Gardner Minshew back here. Mm-hmm. We're not. You can't go. You're Carson status. Mm-hmm. Now, in 2017, you're better than Carson. I'm willing to say it now. You're better than Carson was in 2017. I was wrong. I will own that. But we don't have Nick Foles to fall back on anymore. We've got fucking Uncle Rico. <laughs> and if he comes. I don't comes, even know who y'all's backup is. I know yeah, a lot of your backups. Right. No, I know. Exactly. Who's and your that, backup quarterback? Gardner fucking Minshew. I've never heard of him. He's a fucking caricature. He's a meme. I'm going to mm-hmm. look him up now. Yeah, you'll find all kinds of interesting shit on that dude because that's all he is, is just somebody the internet likes to have fun with because he's Gar- his name's Gardner Minshew for fun's fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> but I've been holding in that cough for a while. Holy shit. Um, How do you spell his name? Gardner, G-A-R-D-N-E-R, Minshew. Uh, Mike India November. I'm gonna just let you type it because I, I, you, yeah. It, okay. You, you forget I have dyslexia. You're not on Google. You're on the fucking fantasy. I app, was gonna look at his. I'm not looking at Google. I'm just looking at his fucking stats. Okay. Yeah. There, there are aren't none. any. <laughs> There's none this year. Google will bring you more entertaining shit. I promise you. Oh my. Um. Yeah. Because he hadn't played. Because Hertz has been good. And that's. I just. I don't he know. He played man. against Pittsburgh for like ten seconds. That's because we housed Pittsburgh though. And so they put him in there just as kind of like, let's make sure Hertz doesn't get crippled against an irrelevant in an irrelevant. Hand the ball spot. off, take some knees. Yeah. Here, hand the ball off to Boston Scott his, a few his times. Bio, his bio is Jalen Hurts has won eleven consecutive regular games. The longest <laughs> streak in any Philly quarterback history. In other words, Minshew is fucking useless. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, dude. And but it, so I mean, again, I hate to go back to the same thing as with Indianapolis last week. The boys still won. They did. And it this was not this wasn't the Indianapolis game, dude. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't sloppy. It wasn't we should not have lost this game. The Indianapolis game we should have lost. Mm-hmm. It this one we just fucked around and we let him creep back in a little bit. A lot of it too was special teams. Mm-hmm. Allowing these long ass if there's anything that as currently constructed worries me that is going to fuck this team, it's special teams, dude. It's that third phase. And you would hate to see it get to a point where the third phase is going to ruin a special season. But you're constantly seeing these 40, 50 yard plus returns. And it's like, it's so bad. Darren Sproles has been quoted as saying like, yo, if you guys need a punt returner, like all you got to do is call me. And it's like, it's not even our like 
defense on special teams anymore. It's we're not returning shit, and they make it. The rules make it to where it's harder to get a return now because they don't want you to return kickoffs or punts because they're dangerous. Those are straight fucking collisions. So they that's why they keep moving the kickoff up because they want touchbacks. They want fair catches. So, but it's just it's our special teams is shit. It's just awful. What all did you have left to talk about? Hurts is Christ basically okay. is is i mean is. i do think that's the only notes i really had i mean it it yeah it that and comparing him to you know cunningham and vic it's just this is this is the best season that i think any eagles quarterback has had i mean it's not the cool thing is is i thought that's what 2017 was for once and then he got hurt mm-hmm. knock on wood that doesn't happen to hurts because we're not done yet you know he's knock still got wood. He's still got fucking six games to go because, you know, we play 17 now. We need 17 weeks. Yes, we need an odd number of games because, you know what rich white people need? More money. 10 and 1. Yes. 10 and 1? So, yeah. Tennessee this week. Wonky matchup. Very wonky matchup. Not sure how I feel about this one. They're surprisingly good. good. That's what I'm saying. I've watched watched a a half of them against Kansas City, and I liked what I saw a lot. They're coming to the link, and which is a plus, so we don't travel. But it's also like I didn't realize until we were flipping through <laughs> on Sunday the games, and Sorry. we came across them in Cincinnati. I didn't. I have all of Cincinnati's yeah, team was my freaking fantasy team. Yeah. She's got the entire Bengal squad basically, <laughs> except for Jamar Chase. That's it, and uh, who hasn't fucking played in like three weeks anyway. But I didn't realize they were fucking seven and four, or seven and three. They're seven and four now because the Bengals beat them. Right. But I had no idea they that were was seven a close and three. Game, though. It was a good game. They played the Chiefs really well too, dude. That's what I'm saying. Like this, it's going to be. They're a blue collar team. They're coached by Mike Vrabel. That's they're exactly fucking what tough. It is. Blue collar. Yeah, dude. They're tough. So it's like this is not. It's. And I don't know that Hertz is going to be able to run all over them like he did Green Bay. Yeah. So, so I mean, the positive being. <laughs> Trap game is gone. Yes. You don't have to worry about trap game. Mm-hmm. So now this just becomes about football. It's kind of sad that it was the commanders that was your trap game, but you know. Yeah, yeah. But it, I mean, and they're on a tear two now, so like. Hmm. Right. And that's what it's just, it's it's because the whole fucking division is up our ass, yeah. you know, uh-huh. and it, you very well could have a situation, especially with seven fucking teams, because now not only do you have 17 games, but we have to let another team in the playoffs. Remember, Let's just let the whole league in. You remember when you kept saying that the Ravens had it the hardest for the leagues? I mean, look, the AFC is tougher. I mean, I But you guys, now. to be fair, shoot yourselves in the dick a lot. We do. <laughs> you do. Because it's gotten to the point where I don't even like to watch the Ravens games anymore. It's like, yeah. we get hopeful for like five minutes, and then it's just like, oh, okay, and there we go again. Baltimore Ravens games are always nerve-wracking as fuck. <laughs> like, it's, I mean, because that's the two teams in the house, and it's like, how are we still alive? <laughs> you know? But it, the Baltimore-Jacksonville game on Sunday was a fucking raving good time. Wow. It 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 was a bummer because Baltimore lost. Dougie P snuck it out on him <laughs> with his big balls. Big balls Doug put him in a wheelbarrow, <laughs> go for two instead Tucker of kicking missed. the extra point. Wow. Justin Tucker a yard short on a sixty seven yard. Literally he would have broke his own record. Wow. Yeah. A yard and you just saw the disappointment in his face. At first he thought he made it and then it was like he it saw it and he was just like And he was just crestfallen. 
Yeah, it sucked. It was for like him. you could literally see it was just just short enough that it went under the goalpost. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dude. I was, yeah. So it 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 was it was an interesting football Sunday as it always is, and I don't know who the fuck the Ravens play this week. We got Tennessee, so I don't know. My thing is at this point, I want that Let's number one seed. I want that fucking buy, you know, because it. It, and then you have the conversation. This happens every year, too, when you're the team that has a buy or is in the, the conversation for it. Would you rather have the buy? It, Russ versus rest. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Would you rather have the buy or would you rather no. stay active? They play the Broncos. Oh, that's oh. a fucking win. Yeah. That's a fucking cheese. win. Don't, jin- don't jinx them. Knock on wood. But it's it's you should fucking house them. They are god-awful. And it's funny because the league expected them to be great because they kept putting them on prime time to start mm-hmm. the year. Because, you know, Russell Wilson. Yeah, God's favorite quarterback. But anyway, that's the, end of, that's the end of Grease Pool Podcast. We're going to go to the Gear Freaks now. Yeah, so. I've got to go blow my nose. We'll see you next week. Beat the fucking Titans! As always, go birds. Boom! Oh, watch Terrifier Yo, 2. how Barkley put it? Looking like another grease pole night in Philly. 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 Go birds. Yeah. That would be great.